Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GMCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side. Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down the What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon White here, guys. What is going on? Episode 045 coming at you. We are excited. We have an awesome lineup today. We got the Ryan Sipes coming on the show, the General coming on the show to begin the show with us uh, this afternoon. And then later on, we're going to be talking to Devin Feehan, XC1 ATV Pro. Uh, had his best ride of the season so far at Snowshoe uh, a couple weeks ago now but uh first before that we gotta thank our awesome sponsor guts racing in 1985 guts was formed in northern california and since then they've become a leader in seat innovation if there's anything you guys need uh seat seat covers seat foam need a seat foam cut to uh specs that you want anything you need guts has got you covered uh think of people like uh thad duvall or joel hetrick those guys trust guts you definitely should too and you know what else is cool about guts today we will be giving away a free seat cover from guts racing so thanks to uh andy greg and guts racing for that uh we're gonna be giving away towards the end of the show but yeah be looking forward to that uh so make sure you're paying attention for when we're giving that away <laughs> Brandon, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. Not much. It was a good weekend for us. We got out on the mountain bikes finally together. Yeah, that was fun, that man. Was we time. put some uh, put some miles on the mountain bikes and yeah. crashed a few times. <laughs> I had a couple uh, crashes, yeah. Yeah, a good time though. It's yeah. a good time. We're gonna be definitely doing that some more often. We were at one of our local uh, mountain bike parks, and uh, it was just a really good time uh, with a couple buddies. And just seeing how out of shape we are <laughs> <laughs> that's right man yeah so uh then you with a track 93 as well right yeah i didn't ride though um my colton just rode wasn't i didn't i woke up sunday and i was like not feeling it ah gotcha <laughs> i understand i understand it's a lot being moto dad and moto and yourself is. uh but also over the weekend they had the uh mountain state hair scramble at uh Bridges Farm, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, okay. and uh, Brett Sturdivant won the ATV overall, and I think it was Brandon Higgins oh, yeah. that yeah. won the uh, bike overall. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, that's a fun track. It was kind of rough and gnarly last year when I ran it, but uh, really good fun track for sure. So congratulations to those guys and everybody else who did good in that race. Um, so fantasy. Let's talk about uh, Pulp MX Fantasy. This weekend uh, looks like, I think... Kyle Murray won, yeah, he won the the, uh, the weekend, but uh, the points right now, it's uh, Justin Groff sitting in the overall, Kyle Murray sitting in second, I am sitting in third, uh, Jay Barr is sitting in fourth, and Brandon, you're in, in the top five. Yeah. But we have 17 people now playing, yeah. so that's a pretty awesome. It is, yeah, it's growing, it's growing. Maybe. If you guys are playing Pulp Mex, or if you're not playing Pulp Mex, join us. It's a lot of fun, so uh, yeah, check that out. Also happening this weekend, it was ATV MX uh, up at uh, Unadilla. That was 
They had a lot of mud at the beginning of the race, right? Or at the beginning of the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, first moto was a muddy one, and it claimed Joel Hetrick. Did you see that crash, Brandon? Oh, yeah, man. That thing was nasty. It, it was just one of those ones where you're sliding, sliding, and then, boom, catching traction, and oh. you're flipping. <sighs> He's like he didn't get hurt. And then did you did you see him try to flip it back over? Like yeah, he get traction? yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Unfortunately, slide. he was trying to flip it back over uphill. That didn't work out very well for him. But uh, Chad Weenan, man, strong performance. Even in the second moto, uh, Joel really didn't have much for him. I think Joel was like nine seconds off the pace. So Chad Weenan went 1-1 for the weekend. Bryce Ford went 3-4 for second overall. Uh, Jeffrey Rastrelli, good to see him back up on the podium. 2-6 for third overall. And uh, Wesley Wolf, man, just uh, solid as it can be. 5-3 for fourth overall, and Hedrick down there in the fifth place. That's the first yeah. time I've seen him off the podium, uh, barring no mechanical in a long time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he went 10-2 uh, uh, for fifth overall. That's rough, That's rough for him. Uh, I, I think that kind of lets Chad Weenan got a little bit of a gap uh, in the points. I think he's got uh, – shoot, I, I forget. I think it was like 10 yeah. or 12 points, but – they only have three rounds left that, in the season, yeah, it's, so it's, it's coming down to the nitty-gritty. Nitty as long as he doesn't have a bad race, I think Chad's got it wrapped up. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. And then uh, I tell you what, over the weekend, it was the last uh, last full-fast sprint Enduro for the year. Uh, Lane Michael wrapped up the full-fast sprint Enduro championship over the weekend. Um, he actually, I think he won it again this weekend, so that was really cool. Yeah, congratulations to him, hometown guy, taking home the win. Yeah, it's good to see him uh, still ke keeping that sprint speed and all that, and Maybe he'll carry it over into the uh, the the second half of the series of the GNCC series. Yeah, yeah for sure, for and, sure. And it's really cool. Um, at Wildwood Lake Raceway this weekend, mm -hmm. there was a hard Enduro race, and um, the guy that was uh, we're getting ready to interview was actually there and did a little bit. I'm not sure how great he did, um, but well, talk, to, talk to him about it, huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, was um, it muddy? Because I know the, the was, rain was hit and miss all the, over the area. The first day was pretty slick. Um, Jordan Ashburn was in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tristan Hart and got first. Cody Webb got second. And um, Ryder Le, LeBlanc took third overall in the in the pros. That is that there. LeBlanc or LeBlanc? LeBlanc. I think it's LeBlanc. I okay. Could, there we go. Yeah. I think I've heard. Whatever. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I've heard his <laughs> name before. So I'm, yeah. <laughs> that's what's. But it was pretty cool to see some GNCC guys out there. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the thing with the off season, not off season, but the uh, uh, summer break happening right now is it gives these guys a lot of times to hit up some of their local series, maybe some other disciplines. Uh, so it is awesome to see a lot of those guys out there and competing in uh, other other uh, other series is for sure. For yeah, it sure. Was really cool because Jordan Ashburn actually took fourth in that. In overall so did he okay yeah, that was pretty cool cool and uh i think i think it's pretty much all the racing around us yeah this week S spitfire <laughs> we covered it all real quick <laughs> real fast real man. quick so hey i think it's time we get our uh featured guest on right yeah, man let's not let's not keep him waiting no let's talk to ryan sipes all right guys we're back thanks for uh joining us today we have uh ryan sipes on the phone uh ryan thanks for coming on today buddy hey no problem no problem. Sorry, my kids are oh, whining good. a little bit, but uh, we'll keep it down here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before we came on, he told us he was uh, picking blackberries, and I think uh, my kids are about ready to go do the same today. <laughs> nice. So, so uh, how was the uh, the experience at the general uh, uh, down at the Hoosier? Uh, it was cool. It was a little different than when I used to do it. You know, I was racing the morning race. It's never done that before. I when I got into GNCC, I jumped straight to XC1. Uh, but, you know, we weren't, I wasn't there to try to 
get any points or anything like that. I was there to because to settle a bet with Travis, and, uh, <laughs> and so it was kind of fun. I mean, I was going for obviously going to try to win the morning race, and uh, dude, I piled it up big time. I the fields, and uh, after that, I was like, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm not here to get hurt, so I chilled out, just had some fun, and rode with uh, some of the girls, and had a good time. Man, those girls are fast, aren't they? <laughs> we, we oh had, yeah, dude. yeah, no we, joke. I mean, I'd have, I'd have needed to to give it everything I had to beat them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had Rachel Archer on the phone or um on the show a few weeks ago, and she talked about how you were in the race uh, at the gen- or I'm sorry, at the um Hoosier. at the Hoosier, and uh, uh, yeah, it was uh uh. That morning class is just – there is a ton of riders. Um, I'm not sure how many were in that particular race, but it's usually – man, it's like close to what, like seven or 800 at, at least in that morning race? Yeah, the lappers were nuts. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without running into a lapper. So it was definitely pretty tough. Yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, that's for sure. So you, you had a pretty gnarly weekend that weekend uh, uh, with uh, racing three different events in one weekend uh, – or at least in a, just a few days span, uh, I guess little rest and little sleep. But uh, you know, I'm sure that was fun, huh? <laughs> yeah, very little sleep. Uh, we did the the flat track and drove all night to get to the GNCC. Uh, did that, and as soon as it was over, uh, Travis signed a couple autographs, and we headed out and drove. I think we got to Mississippi at four or five in the morning. So it was it was a long weekend and a lot of uh or very little sleep but fun and kind of cool and different and just like hey uh you know nobody's doing this let's try it and kind of kind of i mean we did it you know we made it so that's awesome yeah yeah um there's this new movement going on in the racing industry that is uh it's really like this uh guys are really pushing the envelope on on having fun and it seems like you are kind of like whether you wanted to be or not you're kind of at the forefront of the one that is kind of everybody's looking at like man that's fun and it looks like it's fun so why don't we all just just have fun instead of uh worrying about points and all that other stuff (laughs) yeah i mean i mean there's a time and a place for it obviously if you're a factory rider getting paid a bunch of money to win a championship yeah you need to focus on the championship and get points and be all super serious but there's something about also just like going back to why we got into this when we were kids like it was fun and then so going back to that like it just takes the pressure off it you go you know what like I'm actually going to enjoy this rather than being stressed out and anxious and worried about the whole time. Like I'm just going to go there and have a lot of fun. And it's a, it's a totally kind of fresh perspective. I mean, it's brought that for me. Uh, you go there, obviously I'm still going to do my best and I think I still do well. And you know, most of the stuff that I do, but it's like, you know what? I'm riding my dirt bike. It didn't get a lot better. Let's just go have fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, do you, do you think you're, um, I don't want to say uh, starting a new, like, uh, a free rider rider? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have your free riders, but, like. Then you have your serious racers, and yeah. then there's. Then now you're, like, creating a whole new, uh, draw, like, a new discipline of rider, kind of, I think. Do you, do you think anybody that coming up through could, like, actually make a career um, doing what you do, like, with their whole career? I mean, I think. I think it's possible that right now there's no jobs except my job. 
<laughs> me yeah. to do something like that. But I think that, I mean, really one of the goals behind what I'm doing too is like, I feel like everything that all these dis- different disciplines and series are doing are actually driving themselves further away from other disciplines of dirt bike racing. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you're, you're, ex- you're getting so specific with your discipline that nobody else can come in and even have a chance at competing. So you're basically driving everybody else away. And mm-hmm. what you do with that is then you lose the fans too. So if, uh, just take for instance, like flat track, if they were to get it or do away with the TTs, I would never go to one because I can't even compete if I'm only going left. Yeah. Now right. if you give me a TT where I can go right and have a little jump now, they still have their advantage in the left, but I have an advantage in the right, and I'm competitive. Um, they, if they could do away with that, they're losing any supercross slash motocross slash off-road guy that may come out. They're also going to lose those fans yeah. that were a fan of the TTs that watch and go, this is actually cool. Like, you know, they're doing a little bit of everything. And, and now a lot of people just like them just going left. And that's the like the flat track diehards and everything. And I'm not coming down on them at all. I'm just saying – uh, I, I, w- I would like to see these disciplines instead of getting further away from each other, kind of coming a little bit more together because it's all dirt bikes and yeah. it's all two wheels and it's all motors, like, you know, a dirt bike thing. So it's just cool to, uh, for me to have, you know, I've got fans in, in the flat track side. I've got fans in the off-road world, fans in supercross world. And, um, they're all kind of, well, I would hope anyway that they're following me through each one. So, you know, maybe they're a, um, mainly a Supercross fan, but since I'm doing a flat track, they're going to watch it. Yeah. And that's better for everybody in the whole sport. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Like we're primary, you know, we primarily cover GNCC stuff. We cover a lot of uh, Moto and um, uh, Supercross as well. But uh, what we have not really ever covered is flat track and to be honest with you, seeing that you are racing in flat track sparked an interest in us, at least to, to become fans of just watching it at least. So it's cool to see you bouncing from discipline to discipline. And like you said, bringing fans from other disciplines to watch, like you said, flat track and uh, take an interest in that. Uh, do you feel like, do you feel like um, all of the disciplines that you have rode um, make you, like a better overall rider uh like when you when like let's say when you're lining up at a gncc uh is there ever a situation like uh in the fields where the flat tracking helps out um at gncc maybe every once in a while when it's a really hard pack race i do think i'm a lot better in flat corners than i used to be (laughs) um and and the same goes for gncc to moto um, when it's a muddy or super rutted, super technical race, I'm going to be better than I used to be when I, I practiced on prep tracks all the time, you know, never kind of rode that super gnarly, nasty stuff that you get in GNCC or hard enduro. Um, and I think it all crosses over now. It's, it's a lot to keep straight. I will say that, right. <laughs> uh, a lot of times, you know, you get into, well, they all just take different techniques and not everything crosses over so if you take a flat track technique to a rutted motocross race you're you're just going to die it's not going to work out (laughs) if you take a a moto technique to a flat track it's really not going to work out you're going to be slow 
Um, and then you get, you know, with the hard enduro stuff, that's all about, um, traction and no run, you know, super low speeds. And in moto, we get away with everything by just hold it, give it more gas and (laughs) off road or in hard enduro. It's like, no, that's actually the opposite of what you want to do. So not everything crosses over, but I do think that I take something from everything that I do. And I'm a, definitely a better all around rider than I used to be. And I can apply some of the things that I learn to each discipline for sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of hard Dora, you were actually about like an hour and a half away from us where we're at now in uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia, uh, this weekend. How did that go? Uh, I didn't get to see too many results. I know it was a little wet on Saturday, but I saw that you were there. So yeah, it was wet all weekend. <laughs> and the course would have been pretty tough if it was dry and then it poured like all day Saturday. So, it was it was really tough. Even the good guys, like the good guys that do it all the time, are like, "Yeah, that was pretty gnarly." Just because that dirt over there's so slick. Yeah. Um. I mean, just like ice. Um. I'm happy with it. I did the results. Maybe don't show it. Um. I got 11th in my in my qualifier, which I was happy with. I mean, the guys in front of me were pretty much dedicated hard enduro guys and. And I thought the course that we did was was pretty tough, and I finished, you know, 11th. And then on Sunday, um, got out, and something went wrong with the bike. I think it's something that we did, um, but something with the clutch system. Basically, clutch started slipping, and then it got to a point where I could be sitting there idling with it in gear and let the clutch out, and it wouldn't budge, wouldn't move at all. So I couldn't – I was stuck for over an hour. Finally got some tools and got to um, – bleeded a little bit got it back going and finished the lap which even with that i was super happy with i think i was riding well i made it through the rock gardens actually with technique rather than just getting lucky like i have in the past (laughs) and uh so i think i'm making progress in that discipline i'm still not near the top guys but um for a moto guy i think i feel i'm like i'm riding pretty good yeah those guys are pretty gnarly and i mean you're talking like they know what centimeter they're putting their tires on at all times it's pretty <laughs> impressive uh so did i see the right that you're racing uh washugal yeah i leave tomorrow for that man nice. what, what's it like jumping from bike to bike to bike does it take you a long time to get used to each bike or now that you have been doing this for a while uh as far as different disciplines um does it become easier to jump from bike to bike well, I'll tell you one thing. It's easier for me to go back to moto than it is any other transition. Okay. Uh, when I'm going from moto to, say, flat track or hard enduro, that's a different story because I tell people all the time, like, what's the hardest thing? I said, I have to think a lot more now. Um, you know, if you only ride one discipline, you don't necessarily think about it that much anymore. You just get on and ride because that's what you do every day, and it's just it comes natural. It's instinct to do the right things. When you ride moto one day and then you get out on a flat track the next day, you have to think about it because all the techniques are different. And your, you know, where your leg is is different, where you sit on the bike is different, where your look, you know, where your eyes are is different. Uh, everything is totally, almost backwards in some senses. So I just have to think about it a lot more. And I've gotten better at it over the years, the last couple of years. But I just have to get on the bike and think, all right. This is flat track. I kind of go run through my checklist in my head, uh, you know, get to turn your hips, sit in the middle of the bike, you know, look super far ahead, 
uh, all that kind of stuff. And then after a few laps, I'm kind of warmed up and ready to go. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. It's always, it's always uh, different changing his dis- disciplines like that because uh, di- different uh, styles of uh, dirt and stuff like that. You have to ride the bike a little bit different and stuff like that. You it, know? Is Washougal a track that you have uh, liked in the past? Is that something that you've looked forward to? Is that the reason why you're, you've chosen that one to run? Yeah, it's uh, – we grew up without – really a way to prep the track um and we didn't have a water truck or anything so we rode a lot of times we rode it wet we rode it super dry and where are the, the dirt we have here the clay it just gets rock hard um about like concrete and we rode it a lot like that so i'm pretty i'm decent on hard slick and that's pretty much what washugo is uh most years it's it, the dirt looks like the best dirt ever and it's slick as snot so I've had some, uh, I think the best I've been is like fourth overall there. It got fourth a couple times and, um, yeah, always liked that track, had fun with it. So yeah. it worked out that, um, that one kind of where it fell on the schedule. I had that hard enduro this weekend and we'll go to Washougal next weekend and then, uh, I'll do a hill climb the weekend after in Oregon. Oh, hill climb. <laughs> wow. I didn't yeah. realize you're doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're going to be on the 450 or 250 this weekend. I'll be on 450. No. We've been back and forth. It was 450, then it was now 250s. You know, there's some guys hurt. We'll do 250, and then it didn't work out where I could get a good engine. And I'm not small. I mean, I'm not fat by any means, but I'm just a, a bigger. I'm six foot tall, and I'm 170 pounds against some kids that are, you yeah. know, 5'8", 135, and that's really not working out for me up horsepower hill. So yeah, um, gonna go with a 450, and that class is super stacked but um hopefully just get some good starts and be able to run up there and and give them fits i think i'd rather run the 450 class anyways those young guys uh, i watched it daytona man like how many red flags and you got taken out like <laughs> twice or something like that in the 250 class uh like off the start yeah yeah, yeah those 250 guys they're uh they're 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 crazy <laughs> yeah i think they say you lose brain cells as you get older but with moto i think you gain them because yeah. those kids don't have much like they just <laughs> they, just they know go, give it more gas yeah and uh and i was that kid one time at 1.2 uh that's why i got hurt so much growing up because if you were going faster than me i would just go as fast as you or faster whether i had any business going that fast or not <laughs> i would just do it and that's why i got hurt a ton and that's why those kids are crashing all over the place so i'm i'm kind of with you i'd rather do 450 but hey look at it like 12th 13th place is a factory guy so yeah. it's no yeah. joke it's, in that class either it's yeah. wild it's wild this year and uh man unpredictable but great racing to watch on tv that's for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah this last weekend was really good oh man i'd tell you what i don't know how cooper webb uh, and Chase Sexton both didn't eat it on a when they went together, but whew. yeah, yeah, that, that was that was scary. That was sketch. <laughs> Cooper's just uh, just lucky he didn't go down when he landed. Yeah, it, it yeah. took like two more bounces to go down because the first one would have been bad. Yes, yes for sure, it would have been real bad for sure. <laughs> so, um, man, what's it like hanging out with uh, uh, Travis Pastrana? Are you um, um, are you ever on the, the who? Are you ever on the uh, the idea haver of, of of that relationship? Are you ever the one coming up with the ideas, or is it always him? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's. I would say seventy percent him, <laughs> but I I have some dumb ideas too. And the problem is the problem is that we neither of us will say no. 
Mm-hmm. So if he had, even if he has a bad idea or I have a bad idea, both of us are going to be like, yeah, all right, let's try it. You know, <laughs> even if we know it's probably not the best idea, we just go for it anyway. And, and, uh, I mean, I don't really know how, but thankfully it's kind of worked out so far. Even the really bad ideas sometimes kind of work <laughs> out. So I don't know. We're not, um, I got a, a buddy that's real close to Travis. He said limited exposure is the key with Travis. Like you can hang out with him some, but limit your exposure. And I think that's good. We hang out three or four times a year and we always do something a little wild, but if we live next door to each other, I think it'd be real bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, I'm not even a dirt bike guy, but I'm sure like if he told me to do, I could do a backflip. Like, Hey, you could do it. Like, all right, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah. So figure out how. Exactly. It, that, that's a scary thing with him because like you can come up with an idea and he'd make it happen somehow. Like you know, let's jump over three houses or something. You're like, okay, let's get three houses in here. Let's jump over them. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's why we get along is like we both kind of think in uh, think with an outlook of uh, possibility rather than limitation. So instead of looking at something and going, no, nah, you can't do that. It's like, well. Maybe you can if you, you know, <laughs> do this and do that. And I think uh, I've always kind of lived that way. Like, you know, going into a race, if you go in thinking, ah, oh, I can't beat those guys, you're probably not going to beat them. If you go in thinking, you know, there's a chance, even if there's not, you still got a better shot than if you went in thinking you can't. <laughs> so we both, you know, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, obviously it's well documented, all of the stuff he's done, but I've tried some what at the time seemed like silly things too and it, it's kind of i've done some things that i didn't think i could do but just because i went in thinking i probably could yeah yeah, yeah and you know uh with all the stuff that you guys have tried and and i feel like there's nothing that you guys wouldn't try at all what would it take to get you to 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 try to run a gncc on an atv that would be interesting to watch <laughs> <laughs> that's pushing it I don't, uh, I don't know what i'd tell my friends and family oh. now um, now half of half of our <laughs> listeners are atv guys so yeah i'm just kidding i'm just kidding uh i i do to be honest i've ridden some race atvs like some moto ones yeah and a couple gncc ones and i can i'm obviously not going to be a pro but i can hold my own on it um but i ain't gonna race one dude i'm i'm good with two wheels give me two and I'll be I'll be good to go, but uh, I'm probably gonna call it quits at two. So. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> now, if you if you made it really stupid, like we both had to ride three wheelers, oh, okay. then now we'd be onto something. Now we could video it. Now it'd be worth something. You know, they're starting to make a little bit of a. Uh, I'm not gonna say a comeback, but uh, I'm seeing some new builds on um, like some CR CR or. Um, crf builds on instagram and everything to where like i'm wondering if some people are going to start trying to not maybe not race them but ride them more so uh uh those are sketchy (laughs) yeah i mean they're death traps for sure but um i don't know it'd be fun to try that even the playing uh the playing field out a little bit huh (laughs) yeah yeah well at that point see it just turns into who's doesn't have any fear and that gets <laughs> sketchy real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, of all the things that you do, uh, the one thing that I think that looks the most fun is all the pit bike racing that you guys are doing, and it just seems like it's getting more elevated and more popular as time goes on. Uh, is that kind of like the funnest 
uh, 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 I guess, racing that you do now? It's super fun. Um, and just hanging with that crew, like we, we take it serious, but not at the same time, like we're all having fun. And even if we lose, win, crash, whatever, like we're just having a good time. And, uh, I think, uh, it, it levels it out. Like we do it all on stock bikes. We never allow any mods or anything. So it's just an even playing field. It's way more fun on a stock bike than it is, you know, saying who's got the most money or who's got right. the best setup. It's just, no, who can, you know, hold it more wide open than the other guy, but <laughs> it's definitely a lot of fun. And I, I mean, I hope we keep getting to do it because it seems like the TV uh, networks are digging it. So if they want to keep wanting us to do it, then we'll keep doing it. Absolutely. The yeah, tracks man. are getting more and more unique and more, uh, I feel like the track builders are getting even better and better <laughs> at, at building these little mini tracks. So it's, it's, it's really cool and fun to watch for sure. Yeah. We, uh, we pushed it more this year than I, like we pushed it further than any of us thought we could and it worked out and that's, exciting and scary at the same time because like <laughs> what's next because we didn't think we could do that now it's going to be bigger and gnarlier and we're going to try it because <laughs> that's just the way we do it but uh it's a lot of fun man we we have a lot of fun hanging out and uh trying to just push the push the limits a little bit that's awesome. Hey, Ryan, we, we appreciate your time uh, and coming on today, especially you know taking a, time, a little bit of time away from your family and uh, I'm sure the limited time that you do have uh, hanging out with them, uh, not, not being on a bike. Uh, so, but we have two more questions before, before we let you go. Um, one, uh, we have a contest going on uh, where we're giving a, uh, a seat cover away, a gut seat cover uh, this week on the show. Um, and I need you to pick a number between 1 and 38. One and thirty-eight. Um, I'm gonna go with twenty-five. Okay. Because it was my best year uh, in motocross and supercross. Awesome, right. awesome. We're well. I'll count those out here in a minute. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, so that's awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, the last question that we ask every guest that we have on: um, If you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one candy, uh, what would it be? Dang, that's the toughest. Um, that's the toughest question of the podcast for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go with uh, Wendy's because me and my buddy James Hansen got this thing. If we win, we get Wendy's because we don't eat like junk very often. But if we win on the weekend on the way home, we get Wendy's because you know win Wendy's. Uh, so I'll go with that for the fast food for candy. Don't eat a ton of it. I'm going to have to go with a Reese cup. That's my wife's favorite. So we'll just go with that. Awesome. Awesome. That's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, those are two classics for sure. And, uh, the winner of that, uh, guts racing seat cover is, I can't believe it's Justin Groth. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Hey Ryan, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it, buddy. Um, and, uh, good luck this weekend. Uh, I know how I'm going to be picking for in pulp fantasy that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> hopefully i don't let you down <laughs> <laughs> thanks buddy we appreciate your time and uh look forward to maybe having on you on again one day <laughs> all right thanks for having me on all right thanks, thanks man. man see ya see ya. all right guys uh that was ryan sipes the general uh man it was awesome having him on the show and uh 
Yeah. Justin Groff. Congratulations, Justin Groff. Just, 660 off-road. The last person I wanted to give something away <laughs> to. <laughs> hey, hey well, hey, all right. But, uh, man, it was really cool talking to Ryan. Uh, uh, what a good guy. And, uh, man, I wonder if he ever is going to a race and is like, wait, what What discipline am I riding again? Is this flat track? <laughs> is this moto? Is yeah. this GNCC? Like, which fans am I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man, for sure. But uh, he's definitely been there and done it all, and um, I'm sure he has more than one T-shirt to prove it. That's for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Uh, a guy like that to take all of his um, all of his disciplines and put them all together um, each and every weekend, because you know it takes all the you know your skill and your, and your ability to be on the bike and and stuff like that to, to go from flat track to GNCC to uh, maybe a day two and a supercross. Now we're going to Washougal, and then he's talking about going to hill climb. I mean – Oh, I didn't even know that he did hill climb. Yeah. Like, I mean, he does everything. Anything with two wheels, I think he races. Yeah. <laughs> he cuts it off at four wheels, though. He does. No four wheels. <laughs> He'll meet you in the middle at three, <laughs> but cuts it off at four. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's awesome. Uh, but, uh, man, I wonder, you know, with the hill climb stuff, like you got used to the long swing arm mm -hmm. um, and just that's a whole different dynamic, that's for sure. Yeah. Like you talk about like. And those bikes are fast. Oh, my, oh my gosh. They scream yeah. up those hills. When you got to start they them with the drill. They have different classes as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Like, I wonder if he's riding the ones. you got to like start with the drill, you know, like, like turn them bad boys over. <laughs> yeah, prob <laughs> probably. Probably like a V8 in those things. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, what's next? We will get uh, Devin Feehan on. Yeah, we'll get Devin Feehan yeah. on and talk about some uh, ATV racing. Absolutely, Devin just came off of his uh, best finish at uh, Snowshoe. What was it about um, almost a month ago Man, now? It's been about a month. Whew. This summer break has taken a long time, I tell you. <laughs> it feels like it's been a while since we've uh, had yeah. a race to talk about. But Devin did an awesome job um, at Snowshoe. He actually got our guts racing. Um, uh, gutsy ride of the yep. of the of the week that week, and uh, just put in a really solid uh, ride um, on the toughest track on the series. I don't I don't care who you ask. That is the toughest track for sure. And he and he he managed to put it uh, just shy of the podium. So I'm sure he's pumped about that. So it's gonna be cool hearing from him. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get him on here. All right, guys, we're back again, and uh, welcome to the show, Devin Feehan, XC1 Pro, uh, ATV rider, uh, just coming off of his best best uh, finish this season. Uh, hey, Devin, how's it going, man? It's going good. Uh, like I said, thanks for setting this up. I, I've definitely listened to a bunch of episodes, and uh, I think I heard my name in there a few times, so I figured <laughs> I'd reach out and maybe set something up with you. So oh, definitely yeah. uh, appreciate you guys putting me on. Yeah, absolutely, oh, man. man. We appreciate you uh, reaching out for sure and uh, wanting to come on. And, uh, man, how about that ride at Snowshoe? That was a uh, – like we just talked about right before you came on, um, toughest toughest track on the schedule, and uh, you just had a solid day. Every I was up there that day, and every time you went by, I mean, I was like, man, he is riding good. So uh, congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. I was, uh, I was really happy with that. Um, the ride at snowshoe I've, I've never really had the best luck there but um, I think you know with the new switch this year to Yamaha and everything uh, I've had a few things kind of go wrong and a few things go my way but I felt like that race I was really ready and I took what I learned and um, really applied myself to that one and everything worked out so I definitely feel like I've got more to give with it and uh, yeah um, at snowshoe I was definitely happy with that one 
That's good. Uh, you know, you talk about the switch to Yamaha, and uh, man, this year especially, I feel like there's been a lot of switches to Yamaha. Uh, what's that been like for your program, and was it tough getting used to coming off of the Honda? Um, uh, talk us a little bit through that. Yeah, so at the end of last year, um, we kind of solidified the, the decision to go that route. Um, just, you know, I had been thinking about it for a while, and, and everything kind of lined up that it would work out for this year, so... Um, in terms of, you know, the parts and everything, I pretty much had the same program as a Honda, just kind of switched over to the different manufacturer there. Um, but in terms of getting used to it, you know, I mean, it's still four wheels on the ground. And, um, as soon as I hopped on it, I just said, all right, uh, we're just gonna do the best we can with it. And like I said, honestly, the biggest thing, you know, for me being my own mechanic and, and going through all that stuff, I know how many years it took on the Honda to get a good setup. So I was like, you know, the first year I may have some things come up. I just kind of had to be real in myself there. And I, you know, thanks to Ryan at BNR Motorsports and everybody that helped me out uh, with the knowledge of, of the machine and everything, how to get it set up and get it right so it can get to the finish line. Um, definitely had a lot of help on that end. And, you know, like the Covert family and anyone that rode Yamahas was pretty willing to, to open up and give me some advice and everything. So that was uh, really cool. Um, but kind of once I got on it, um, I said, you know, this is basically my new home now, so I got to get used to it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, just just the uh, the mechanical side of things, I've I've had some things come up, but like I said, I feel like as long as I can learn from it and push forward, um, that's what I need to do. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's different. See, I, I ride a Yamaha, and Cooper rides a Honda, and I, you know, we we switch back and forth between them, and uh, I always say the Honda was always like a pulling machine, and then like I feel like the Yamaha is more of a smoother power um different different in, the, in in that aspect what do you think what do you think that's about right or yeah in a way i mean just the fuel injection is a little bit different i still feel like you know where i had the honda where i left off was doing pretty good but um yeah i mean that part of it's been good and haven't really had any issues with that that's awesome. Uh, so, you know, uh, in the upcoming schedule, you talked about how that you're, you're, you're looking for more and you're happy with the snowshoe, but uh, you're looking to, uh, to, to even build on that as well. Um, the next upcoming race is, uh, you know, not as rough as snowshoe by any means, but it's, it's still in West Virginia and it's still a uh, mountainous terrain. Um, is that a track that you're going to be looking forward coming up to? Um, it, it, or in what other tracks are you looking forward that's remaining on the schedule this season? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely like the Mountaineer run. Um, I've had some pretty, I've had a pretty good run there the past couple of years. They ran it. So I kind of know what to expect and, I think I'll excel there because in New York, we kind of have, we don't have necessarily rocks like snowshoe, but it is a lot of shale and, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't dig down very deep. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. So being from New York, um, do you get to train or so do you train and stay in New York all year round or do you go South? Like a lot of the riders do. Um, and, and who do you train with whenever you're not racing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the most, for the most part, I'm in New York. Um, definitely coming up through the ranks and the a class and pro-am class i stayed in new york um all year round and honestly just spent a lot of time in the gym and that really helped me kind of pick things up and take it to the next level but now i'm starting to realize how important riding is and getting time on the machine so um yeah a lot of times i'm either riding by myself in new york or sometimes i'll have ben koleski he's in xc2 
um, he'll come up, you know, I'll, I'll ride with anyone that, that is riding. It's kind of tough to, to make, uh, everybody's schedules me- uh, meet, but, um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, way before even racing, we used to just ride. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have property to ride on and places to go friends and property to kind of go back and forward to. So, but, uh, now I'm pretty heavy involved into the racing side of things, obviously. So, um, yeah. And other than that, actually the past couple, couple seasons, um, I've gone down to Florida before round one, um, and stayed at one of my family's houses down there. So, um, that's definitely, I feel like it's helped in a way, but, um, I'm just trying to make it work, um, see what I can do to, to improve. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this last past weekend, um, you were doing what fuel ministries, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you want to talk to us about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a week long camp out in Indiana. Um, I think it was like 85 kids or something like that. So definitely a handful. We're pretty much wide open from seven in the morning to 10 at night. So, (laughs) um, you know, it's, it's really cool to have, have a lot of kids and all just kind of set the week aside for, for riding and stuff like that. And obviously I'm out there to do the instructing and, you know, kind of, you know, we do groups of 10 and just kind of focus on one thing at a time. So it's a good time. Yeah, and it's it's bike too, isn't it? So it's a lot of uh, different kids, I believe, right? Yeah, this the for the Indiana camp. It was um, the bike week is the week before. So oh, they don't I see. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's split up. So it's ATV only. And oh wow, that's awesome. That's a lot of ATV kids. Then that's that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's just the Indiana camp that does that. I want to say because okay. it's, it's it's a big one. I think. Yeah. So you've been hitting hitting any locals lately all in the off season? How's that all been going? Been getting any riding in or? Yeah, well, just did the Indiana camp and just got back and did a lot of work in the shop this week. Um, been hitting that pretty hard, getting the getting the quad back ready to get some riding in. Um, <laughs> you know, the Niowa series will be starting back up. I may do one this weekend. So, um, yeah, I mean, stiff competition there too. So it's it's good it's good time out there. Yeah, I mean, uh, here, here. Uh, well, I've been watching a lot of the other guys put in uh, some muddy motos, so uh, I don't <laughs> think you've been missing too much. Yeah, it seems like it's much. been really wet everywhere lately. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And that's definitely rough on the bike. So, <laughs> but uh, what? So, what do you do off the bike? Uh, what, what? What do you do? You have any hobbies or anything like that off the bike? Or, um, well, honestly, the past few years I've been doing school with racing. Um, so I, I did a two year business degree, um, and everything that I did that some of it was online, but a lot of it was on campus at uh, SUNY brooms. So, uh, I've been doing that. I graduated last fall and, uh, this year I'm kind of, I have the opportunity and, you know, everything to, to put in a good, to put, to put in a good run at this and, and give it a real go. So that's kind of what I'm doing this summer is, is, uh, just focusing on racing and, Honestly, that's that's about everything I do. Besides, you know, if it, if I'm not in the garage, I'm either training or, you know, getting ready for the race. So yeah, that's awesome that you did school. And, yeah, that's and awesome. And uh, that. You know, uh, that's going to college and then racing at a pro level is. Uh, I don't think that there's too many people doing that. So um, <laughs> you're you're in a class of uh, you're in a class of limited people. That's for sure doing that. Uh, so having a business degree now. Um, what are you, what's your plans for, uh, post racing? Do you have plans? Um, are you trying to stay in the industry in a way, one way or the other, or, uh, are you looking outside? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard to say, but um, I've, I've kind of looked at both ends. And um, like I said, I, I'm in a good spot right now. And uh, luckily, I have uh, the support from my family and my parents to um, to get me by. And, you know, they want to see me do well. They've set me up in a good place and uh, super thankful for them. And, you know, everybody that's helped me from sponsors, family, friends, everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to right now, like I said, I'm focused on working hard and, and giving the best that I can. So, you know, and I feel like that's the best thing you can do if you don't exactly know what you're going to do, <laughs> you know, whether it's after racing or not. But uh, the way I look at it, you know, I'm I'm still young and I know that, uh, you know, if I do get into something, I'm I'm going to be ready to work hard at it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you're like you said, you're still young, so uh, hopefully you can make a really nice uh, career out of racing uh, quads and don't have to worry about doing that that uh, paperwork business. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's. I got a long way to go there, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, luckily I, I kind of enjoy the work, so I'm just gonna just keep that going. Yeah, no doubt. That's the driving force, right? To 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 stay in this as long as you possibly can. That's what everybody's doing, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, we, we asked this question to everybody before we let them off the show. Um, what is your favorite uh, fast food restaurant and uh, uh, candy? Uh, whether if it's after a race or kind of reward system, uh, what are you going with? Mm, well, I've. I've heard Chick-fil-A about a hundred times. So <laughs> we I'm, have to. I'm going to go left field because we don't have those in New York. So I'm going to go, with, I'm going with five guys. I mean, it's, it's a rare occasion to go do that, but I mean, I don't know if you ever had it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good burger. Yeah, for sure. That's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're littered with Chick-fil-A's down here and, uh, uh, people tend to, that's the easy choice, Chick-fil-A yeah. and then what, like, uh, Q-do, or not Q-do, but, uh, but uh, Chipotle. Chipotle, that's another yeah. easy choice yeah. for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yep. so, and as far as candy, I don't know, I'm gonna, have, I'm kind of a chocolate guy, so I'm gonna go with something like a Kit Kat <laughs> or something like that. Oh, yeah. So there's something about the uh, satisfying of uh, when you break the Kit Kat off, or you know, get that. <laughs> <laughs> who yeah. was it? Somebody said yes. a cold Kit Kat. I forget yeah. who said oh, that. Oh yeah, a cold yeah. Kit yeah. Kat's the. the is the trick that's yeah. for sure yeah. so Good stuff. <laughs> uh so are you a moto fan do you watch uh, pro motocross at all or uh is that uh is that uh a no-go for you <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm watching i mean mostly just kind of like the highlights i don't really watch it live or anything but right you know, i kind of keep up with it a little bit i guess i was gonna ask you what you thought about this last uh this this last race at uh uh spring creek that was definitely a uh, some crazy racing all day long for sure yeah I, I didn't see the racing but i did see that was it barsha won or something he took the overall he, he won the first moto and took second in the in second moto but uh yeah okay. he, he took the overall yeah he was riding really good best seen him ride all year i think yeah yeah is there anybody that rides a dirt bike that makes it look more exciting than barsha <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> yeah i know oh shoot so uh the gncc side of it uh <clears throat> like like was Cooper saying like is there another track that you're looking forward to uh after Beckley like getting um, into it yeah I mean we have I like Iron Man I mean that's one of the last four okay. like Mountaineer and Iron Man I'm gonna say those are my two favorite yeah. okay yeah Iron Man it, now is this okay so they did the Hoosier so this is actually the Iron Man 
the actually Iron Man one. Yeah, right? it's the yeah. season finale okay, this yeah. year, yeah. I believe, right? They're 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 ending the season there again, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Going up the hill this time, like a true Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. It's, it's getting confusing because they keep, uh, uh, like you know, like we go back to the John Pinton, but it's not the John Pinton. It's the I, I can't remember, like the Wild Boar, or not the Wild Boar, but the uh, <laughs> there's all kinds yeah, of, there's different. Yeah, ones. the Baroque. The Baroque, that's Baroque it, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So it gets yeah. confusing. It's like, which one are we at again? <laughs> yeah. Changing the names on us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're going to try to make it down to the well. We're definitely going to try to make it down, uh, maybe ride the uh, uh, the GNCC at um, Beckley in the ne- next couple weeks. But um, okay. I don't know if we're going to make it out to Ironman or not. I'd like to. I want to go out and, and at least watch that race one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Devin, thanks for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate your time today, and uh, uh, good luck in the future, um, especially uh, in the next coming races. We're definitely going to be watching, and uh, – uh, man, hopefully we can put it up there on the podium here soon, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry for it. That's uh, that that would be awesome. So I got, I got four shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you do have one career podium, right? I do. Yes. Yes. And, yes. Um, yeah. I mean that one. That one meant a lot. It was honestly like coming up with racing and everything. I, I never had plans to be pro or any of this stuff. It was just honestly something we did for fun and. I kind of slowly started to get better and better and work harder and harder. And yeah, it was uh, super cool to get, to get up there. And I never really did, you know, get a chance to really say what that meant, but uh, that one meant a lot. Yeah, man. If I could do it again, if I could do it again, and you know, Hey, even on a Yamaha, that's another win. So <laughs> Absolutely. And when you did it, man, you did it in some of the dustiest conditions. I remember actually watching your GoPro. Uh, I believe it was from that race, correct? You you put post yep. the GoPro from that race. Yes, I remember yeah. watching that, and uh, he Brandon he even wrecked in the first lap, right? I think. Yeah, like two times. Yeah, <laughs> dude, when you got that whole shot, were you like, "Oh my God, what am I gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I think the wrecks were the pressure. I mean, you uh-huh. you think about being out front. And then once you get there, you kind of don't know what to do with yourself. So yeah. yeah. Well, I remember when you wrecked, it was like, man, Walker's not on him. And I think it, you know, with all that dust and everything, uh, uh, you know, that was. Uh, then he came through the blinding dust and 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 and, and passed you there. But uh, but man, yeah. to stick it out there on the podium and uh, to grab your first career podium, and especially in such uh, gnarly conditions, because man, I'll take mud over dust any day yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i i guess the dust when you're out front is kind of on your side so you got to make the most of it if you get there <laughs> yeah right yeah that's right gets get as much wheel spin as possible <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, yeah for sure so uh, hey Devin, thanks for coming on the show man we definitely appreciate your time today and uh uh yeah man we look forward to having you on again uh let's uh let's go out there and get a, another top five for sure man yeah, yeah, I'm in. Thanks again for having me, and uh, maybe I'll see you at one of the races uh, coming up. Yeah, All absolutely, right, man. man. Have a good one. All right, man. You guys too. All right, All right thank bye. you. Thanks. All right, guys, that was Devin Feehan. We appreciate him coming on and uh, giving us his time today. That was uh, uh, it's good to see, uh, you know, somebody especially that said he wasn't expecting to be a pro when he came up racing. He just was doing it to have fun, yeah. and then go out and to. To, to have a podium in his career, a pro podium, yeah, uh, and then back it up with a top five at the gnarliest track um, there is in on the circuit. How awesome is that? Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Um, just to 
get a pro podium at you know even if you wanted to be a pro your yeah. whole life is pretty cool but not even expecting it and yeah. then coming out and getting one and then and then getting a top five at a at snowshoe i mean that's not an easy track at all no so. and then you know he he's been consistently in in and right around the top 10 a lot in his career as well uh i mean <clears throat> you know he just finished uh fifth uh this past weekend but uh before that I believe he was uh, seventh in the race uh, right before that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, he was seventh in the race right before that. So, I mean, he he's starting to yeah. make some really good building blocks. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does uh, in Beckley. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think by the, end, the year keeps going on for him. I think it uh, it'll keep getting better. And then, you know, maybe hopefully it'll – go into the next season and you know and uh he'll have another uh, a whole year under the n- new bike with the yamaha and all that and what do we say together. about confidence oh yeah confidence always confidence breeds confidence right, right. so uh hey let's talk quickly about promoto before we close this thing down yeah. uh you got to watch the race this weekend oh I? yeah oh yeah man i'll tell you what uh jmart on the 250 dude <laughs> they, they better i don't know if that was just a just a one like a one for the home home team well, or? you know what's funny is is i would normally say yeah it was definitely one for the home uh home team as well but you know if you look at statistically he his didn't. record at millville is not very good well i mean it's it's par for the for, for the, his record at any other track so um i mean yeah you know i'm sure millville gave him a little bit of a shot in the arm as far as uh as far as uh, uh being able to put put it up there but uh to go one one and, and then to pass Cooper, uh, did he pass Cooper in both motos? Uh, or did he, I think he got the? <clears throat> I'm sorry, I think he got the whole shot the second moto. Yeah, I think he did. But he passed, passed the, the point. Moto. He passed the points leader in the first moto. Uh, man, I just wish that we could have seen J Mart without an injury this season oh, yeah. uh, to see what he could really do. But um, you know, interesting point you brought him up because I was listening to another podcast, um, the Pulp Show, and um, they were actually talking about how. Um, you know, they were joking at first about how, you know, J-Mart's riding for his job. But then they said that actually that kind of could be a serious note. Like, you know, he actually uh, – because there's so many seats on Star Racing that, um, you know, he might actually be fighting for his job. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully, you know, you continue to see him put in some good efforts and then as well as um, – uh, not a, not make any more mistakes and, and have any more injuries. I'd really like to see him just go to 450. I mean, he's already won two outdoor titles. I mean, the only reason he's been kind of getting held back is he had the back injury. So then True. he'd come back well, and try to prove his spot. And he was already ha- supposed to have a Honda contract and, and you know before. And- so there's two paths I see for J-Mart to go 450. One is is to, to finally find success in Supercross – and uh, get that factory deal that he feels like he deserves, and rightfully so. He does deserve a factory yeah. ride, but just because he deserves it, yeah, they're not handing them out to. There's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to there's say is there's not spots. many spots to be handed out. Yeah. Um, and and you know it's hard to get on that. Or his other path, unfortunately, I think would be, um. If he doesn't get another two, uh, doesn't get another factory two fifty rod, maybe go to a secondary team on the four fifties. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe like uh, um, the, the Honda Bullfrog team or whatever over there with uh, oh, Alice, uh, Lessie over there. Isn't that a Supercross? Well, I I don't think that they're racing Supercross this year. I think they're only doing. I um, mean, um, 
uh, outdoor? No, I don't know if they're racing Supercross. Oh, really? I think that I could be wrong, but I think they're just doing arena cross. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they're doing it with Mike, Mike <laughs> oh, Alessi. Nice, nice. So I'm not sure about that because you, you know Malcolm switched over. He's going to Rockstar, um, and I think that. Um, What's his name? Oh, Ma- I know McElrath, and um, they have a whole team. Well, yeah, but um, – um, Kyle Peters? No, no. Shoot, what's his name? <laughs> the guy that gets – the guy that – Freezy. Freezy. Jeez. Freezy is going to um, uh, Arena Cross as well, oh, I believe. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. yeah, just some silly season, off-season news that, that I've been hearing for sure. But uh, uh, let's uh, – Talk, I mean, you know, Jeff. Jet, yeah, oh yeah, you know, Jet, yeah, he had he's a been bad struggling. Day. Mm-hmm. He's been struggling at the start. Uh, he's riding really good, but uh, how about that crash that he ended up in in the second moto? Yeah, that was a pile up and a half, oh, wasn't it? Man, I feel bad for uh, man who um, I can't even that Pierce Brown. Pierce Brown, yeah, he yes. got taken out. Uh, he got a laceration on his knee, had to get stitches, and um, yeah, that was just that was a rough one for everybody. The, RJ Hampshire, just RJ again, Hampshire, wrong place. I mean. Time. You okay? So I love the heart of an R.J. Hampshire because he was not ready to throw in the white towel until they were loading that bike on the mule, um, and he's sitting there ready to go. Still, he was like, "Is the bike ready? Is the bike ready?" And that banner was just so wrapped up into the chain that he couldn't that they couldn't get it out. So they loaded up in the mule, and that's when he finally threw in the threw in the towel. And that he was already like four laps down. So. It's just a tough break for him, though. I mean, he has got so much talent, and arguably, he could arguably be the fastest rider in the class. Oh yeah, yeah. I, he's all fast every week. Is he even in the top ten in points though? I don't because even he know. keeps having such bad know. luck. Yeah. But uh, before we move on to four fifties, real quick, if you had to pick a seventh rider to win in the seventh week of the season next week, who's going to be? Because we've had six riders win in six straight weeks. That's oh, been an man. that's an insane stat insane. right there. It is, yeah. I, honestly, I don't really don't know. Um, I if I would choose one, it'd probably be Michael Moseman, because he's been really strong up front all year. Um, just having some bad luck too uh, on that gas gas. Um, I, so if I would choose a guy that that could probably pull it off, would be a Michael Moseman. I'm trying to think of somebody else, but. Uh... Yeah, it'd be pretty tough. It's pretty. I mean, you're starting to get slim pickings yeah. after the top six and seven. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Me, you know, uh, I'm not really sure who else because because uh, nobody's won two races this season no. in the 250s. How nuts is well, that? J Mart. Well, I've got I guess no. two two motos together. Yeah. yeah. So you're talking like two overalls. No, nobody's won two overalls. Yeah, no two. Overalls, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's nuts. Uh, and I'm with you. I think I think uh, Michael Moseman is the guy, the next guy to win, um, if we go for seven for seven. Yeah. So. Uh, but I would have a feeling that we're going to at least have a two-peat. You have to. <laughs> yeah. If J-Mark comes back riding like he did there, uh, those the other guys better watch out because yeah. they're going to be uh, fighting for second. Yeah. So, how about Barsha? We talked about it a little bit with Devin. Uh, yeah. That's a crazy, crazy yeah. ride by him. Um, it's awesome to see uh, somebody outside that you know trio of Roxon, uh, Tomac, and uh, Ferendez and win, win a race. Um, he looked good. Oh, when yeah. he looks really, when he looks like he's flying off the bike, I think that's when he's feeling his best. 
I, I don't want to say he was holding up Fernandez, but he was definitely riding the that the, first moto bike. was yeah. so much fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because you, uh, anytime Fernandez got close to him, you know, Bam would just put on the gas a little bit harder and, and just just enough to stay in front or get in front of him just a hair. Yeah, and that's unfortunately it's part of racing. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, he looked great. Um, Tomac, dude, in the first <laughs> moto, if he didn't get if he didn't start so far back. He wins that moto. He was going two seconds a lap faster than everybody until he caught the front two. Yeah. I don't know if he just ran out of gas or if he was just like, okay, that's enough. Like, I'm not pushing anymore. Or I was thinking that maybe he kind of looked up ahead and saw Barsh up there and was like, I don't want to have to try to pass him. Because, <laughs> like, you know, how – I mean, has has Barsha not been a pain, oh, a, yeah. a, a thorn in the side of uh, Tomac? Yeah, Tomac's two people are – or Anderson mm-hmm. and Barsha. Absolutely. He hates us. He like, hates trying any, to pass those guys. Anytime he gets behind them, it's like, well, he's going to stay here for a while because yeah. uh, he just doesn't like messing with them. Yeah, and we can't pass up the ta- the, the uh, talking point of Roxon. Oh, uh, man. Man, it was good to see him just get up after that wreck in uh, the first moto. Uh, did you see the pictures of his side? Yeah, yeah. Road rash some, pretty bad. Yeah, uh, road rash, some yeah. tire marks up his side. I'm sure he thought he probably had some broken ribs, probably had the wind knocked out of him pretty bad. And by the time that he even stood up, he was already uh, almost a lap down. Uh, went to the medical unit, got cleared, and then came out. Uh, doesn't grab the whole shot, but takes the lead early in moto two and then just Checks out. checks out and i don't know if barsha really was contending with him or if he was just um uh if he was just pacing barsha yeah. uh you know barsha would reel him in and he would uh run back out another second or two but uh great ride by him um is a championship over though I mean, I don't know, man. Dylan Fernandez went down twice uh, in that second moto, so I mean, it, it all it takes all it takes is a bike malfunction or, uh, unfortunately, like a big crash. I mean, look what happened to AP yeah. last weekend. That could have easily have been Fernandez's oh, bike. Oh, for sure, easy. And and, and off a note, just like um, uh, the MXGP uh, series with Jeffrey Hurlings. Did you see uh, that? I seen that, yeah. and, that and that's an unf- and that stuff can happen. You get a bad mm-hmm. he gets one bad start, and somebody jumps on top of him, or he's at the wrong place, the wrong time. Yeah, you know the the whole championship opens back up. Um, you know we still got a good four rounds left. Uh, you know of good racing going on, so anything can happen. Um, just like uh, Cooper Webb and Chase Sexton. Two guys going to ever jump, whip the same way, and, and that could have ended really bad for somebody. You got to give it to Cooper Webb for showing heart and actually riding and finishing that race. Yeah. He didn't even finish in points, but he ended up riding it in, and that just shows how much heart the guy actually has. So, uh, you know, all the people that are saying that he doesn't care about motocross, um, he's a racer. Uh, he cares about it, mm-hmm. and um, I'm excited to see what he does uh, uh, um, going into the offseason, switching from the Baker's factory and doing something different. Um, I like the move, and I like the move only because he is um, – you know, you see a lot of guys that, that have stayed in the Baker's factory until retirement, and it's been an early retirement. Yeah. So if he feels like that's maybe what he needs uh, to, to avoid having the early retirement and, and his star – um, burning out faster than, you know, good for him. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people forget, like, if you're not winning Supercross, if you're not in championship hunt, when you're off, you're out riding moto. You know what I mean? Like, these guys that um, that don't have, like, Ferrandez, like, it didn't really – didn't have a chance to Supercross. He was already doing motos, uh, working on moto setups and yeah. stuff like that. When you're in the, the championship hunt for Supercross, 
um, you're not worrying about motocross. You know, you're focused on like, hey, if I win this, I'm the champion. Um, I'm a million dollars richer. Uh, another, I, I, you know, I'm a champion. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. So, um, and, and they'll tell you, you know, Roger DeCosta has even said it, you know, um, that's one of their downfalls is they've been – Every guy that's been winning is mostly on KTM. Ryan Dungey, um, well, Tomac did it the one year, and if you, when he won the Supercross, he came out in motocross and didn't look like he was even the same guy. Right. So um, that's just the way it goes, unfortunately. And and not saying that Cooper Webb's not a good outdoors because he's pretty daggone good. He used to be really good outdoors. So I think if uh, he can figure out some different things with him, and, and it seems like he's getting better each week, um, just got to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, before we close this podcast out, didn't even prep you for this question, but if you had to pick, if you had to pick a um, uh, MX Nations team right now for the USA, who would you pick? Aaron Plessinger, RJ Hampshire, and uh, let's go. My third one's gonna be tough. Um, uh, see, can't go to Mac because he's switching the Yamaha. He ain't gonna want to have time for that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know who my third guy would be. I was, the first two was pretty easy. So I heard a rumor that all star guys are out because they're they're moving to the uh, they're moving to Florida yeah. that week. Well, uh, see, which Aaron, is a terrible excuse. But Aaron's going to uh, AP is it, it? They I think it's a done deal that he actually is going to KTM. KTM. Do you think that they would actually put him out there, um, um, for his first race as the MX of Nations? I don't know if he would be on a KTM or if he'd be on a Yamaha still. I'm, I'm not sure. It depends well, on guess, how the contract yeah, falls. He'd probably be on a KTM. Probably. I mean, he right now, he's our best He's our best 450 rider, I think. Um, yeah, because, you know, uh, Tomac, like I said, I doubt he goes. I yeah. mean, it would be really cool to have Tomac and um, – Tomac, RJ Hampshire, and uh, Aaron AP. I think right? if AC was healthy – Without the nerve thing, he'd be pretty cool. But I have a feeling that you're not going to see AC no. uh, for the rest of the outdoor and season. I think he's going to get that fixed early. I tell you what, if you couldn't get if you can't get uh, Tomac or Aaron AP, you could probably go Chase Sexton. Chase Sexton, um, you know RJ Hampshire, and I'm the third rider would be really tough. But uh, I like Chase Sexton too. If you if you could switch like AP and Tomac, whichever one would be interested in going. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing another rider out there um, that could ride for us. If you really think about it, like the the top five guys are Roxon. He ain't gonna ride for Team USA. You got Ferrandez. He ain't gonna ride for Team USA. Uh, so it's like, uh, who are you gonna choose? So, well, <clears throat> so here's my three. Uh, you know, and I'm trying to look away from Star just because I, I don't think that they're gonna be able to go. Um, I'm I'm thinking a good option would be Barsha. Man, that dog. <laughs> I'm thinking a good option would be Barsha, uh, Chase Sexton, and um, uh, who am I going to pick for 250s? 250s yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got to go with RJ. Yeah, you got to. You got to go with Him RJ. or Michael Mosman. Yeah. So those two are been uh, those or you know what J Mart might be a really good if but he's not healthy you know what I'm saying like that's the key is these guys that aren't healthy aren't going to want to go over and 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 uh, try to maybe mess up and mess their next season up you know what I'm saying it's it's too crazy and and unfortunately um, I have a really bad brand about this is because 
I feel like back in the day, it was a real privilege to do this. And yeah. I feel like with every, and I understand, you know, I really do understand Supercross is long, motocross is long. It's a long year. It's a long season. Um, they used to have the Monster Cup. I don't know if that's coming back yet this year. Um, so they always had that. It's like a lot of guys want the off season to go on. And um, I feel like like uh, the U.S. thing, like this whole motocross of nations have kind of uh, nobody wants to go anymore. Um, right. But back in the day, everybody was like, yeah, the, you took the best riders from everywhere. And, you know, from uh, no matter you went. You know, it wasn't like, oh, well, you know, my team's moving to Florida, so we're not going to send a guy, you know, um, none of that crap. So, I, that's that's kind of big. Did you hear that they're trying to make it to where the MX of Nations is a points-paying uh, round for uh, the GPs? Oh, really? Yeah. No. What do you think of that? Yeah. What do you, What's your thoughts? Well, it would be really hard because because uh, not not every GP rider is going to go. You know what I'm saying, right? So, how hard, like, how hard, how does that work? Everybody just show up, and if you qualify, you qualify. If you don't, you don't. Exactly. So I don't know how they can do that uh, at all, but uh, that's that's what I've heard. Yeah. And I don't know how true it is. I don't know, uh, but that would be weird. And because they were talking about how they don't, how the the top guys um, in. Um, uh, the GPs won't have an incentive to actually go. And I'm like, uh, welcome to our world, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because that's kind of like what, what the what the USA is constantly facing. And we're the ones that have to travel, you know. Don't get yeah. me started on that. But um, yeah. hopefully uh, hopefully it all works out either way. And uh, uh, I'm excited to see what the team will end up being this year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. So, you ready to close this show out? Yeah, let's close it out. Man. man, what a good show we had today. Yeah. The General, Ryan Sipes coming on the show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Devin Feehan. Yeah. Star-studded show, right? Yeah, quad and a bike on a, on a quad and quad a bike. and a bike on the same show. Yeah. Woo. Good stuff, We're man. pushing limits now. We are pushing limits. Uh, uh, Justin Groff yeah. winning the seat cover. <laughs> what are the odds? Of all the people that entered, yeah, he would win. Yeah. Yeah, it's not rigged, guys, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> if it was, I would make sure he didn't win. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, Justin. But, hey, uh, yeah, thanks to those guys for coming on the show. Thanks to Guts Racing for helping us support the show and yeah, for, for sure. giving away that seat cover. Um, Andy Gregg is awesome. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you what, guys, if you don't have a Guts seat cover, please get one. Get one. Support. Try them out. Support, support them. Uh, the best way to support this show yes, is to support the people that that support this show. Yeah, so for sure. we appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys are awesome. Always reaching out to us, talking about podcast ideas, uh, talking about the latest podcast. Um, yep. Yeah, guys, you are awesome. We appreciate it. If you're going out this weekend, be safe. And uh, peace, right? Yeah, peace. Later, guys. Down hero at the bar, burned out highline superstar, you know. Kept the buzz to fill the hole, love the lines, stole the show. Someone I used to know would stay another round. It's been a long time coming
loves to cry. King fools a heavy crown. Didn't know we almost drowned. Someone I used to know would stay. Someone that I used to know